Did you know that Easy Medical Device is not only a blog, a podcast, or a YouTube channel? It's also an agency that is providing you consulting, coaching, and training for medical devices. So if you have any projects, don't hesitate to contact me at info at easymedicaldevice.com. Info at easymedicaldevice.com. So talk to you later. Medical Device School. This is a short bonus episode of the Medical Device Made Easy podcast, where we will focus on giving you some tips for your day-to-day job. So let's go. Welcome to the Medical Device School. So I am here today again with Karandi Badwal. And today we will try to answer the question, uh, a difficult question maybe, but why um, people are hiding information from the quality and regulatory affairs people. So when you are on the medical device, uh, when we are working for a medical device company and you are on the quality department, you can maybe discover that there are some issues that are happening, but the quality department is not aware. So, Karandeep, can you help us to understand why this can be possible? Yeah, I mean, I perfectly understand it from other people's point of view. It's kind of the reason why they might be hiding information or not sharing it with you. Is their concern thinking that, oh, if we make a mistake, you know, it's, we may get disciplinary action taken against us. They're also worried thinking that, oh, if we make mistakes, auditors are going to come in and start seeing something like that. But that's not the case. The whole point of quality and regulatory is that if we see a mistake, we can raise a cap or we can look into it for you. And it's all about improving the process. I mean, mistakes happen. Things can always be improved. And that's your chance to speak up. And unfortunately, again, it's sort of, it's lack of knowledge amongst individuals. They're sort of scared and worried to tell the quality individual thinking that, oh, they may report me to management. But in reality, that's not the case. I mean, we want to improve the process for you. So if you have any mistakes and things like that, I'm, I'm happy for you to approach me about that rather than me sort of finding out about it during an audit, which is going to cause a lot more problems in the long run. Yeah. So uh, from from my my case, so I had uh, had some kind of um, of uh, story about uh, some people that were hiding information, but not hiding on the way that they were not trying to solve it. They are trying to solve the info the the, the, the issues, uh, but they are the issue was more about the workload that they have to fill all those forms or all those documents that we have. Uh, the fact that to say, oh, I can solve that in five minutes, but I have to fill a document that will take me maybe one or two days to, to complete. And maybe at the end, quality will not be happy of what I put inside because they asked me to make a revision of it, et cetera, et cetera. So this amount of work for five minutes of correction, it can be a, can be a problem. So this is mainly some arguments that I get sometimes. But um, what I'm saying mainly to them is also the fact that uh, all the non-conformities or CAPAs or documentation that you are creating is history for your quality management system. So it means that if in future you have the same issue, you already see how you solve that the first time. So no need to recreate the, the wheel, if I can say for that. Uh, it also gives the, the, issue, the story in case of a complaint. For example, you have a complaint or you have an issue on the market, a vigilance, a field safety corrective action. You can track back this product and maybe see that it was due to a non-conformity and it's recorded. So you see why this happened instead of thinking that maybe there is a bigger problem coming from your plant when maybe it's just a small issue. You made maybe a reprocessing, you made maybe a change and you, you are reported it on an NC. So then you have the story and you can really um, track back why this issue happened. So this is maybe also about the understanding why we are doing that. From one side, people are thinking it's a workload. 
So it's too much work for me. But on the other side, they have to understand that it's also history. It's also the memory of the company that will help you to maybe solve issues um, faster next time or track back why this issue happened in, in, in the, um, yeah, on the complaint or on the field of safety corrective action. So something else from your side? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. There was one story one time where an auditor had spotted a non-conformity with some of the work that we were doing. And, you know, we started panicking, thinking, you know, what we're going to do now. Luckily, we raised a capper on the issue and sort of instead of making it into a margin non-conformity, they turned it into a minor non-conformity because we were already showing to that individual that we had spotted this problem prior and we put in procedures into place to improve it. So, again, if we never spotted that mistake and raised that capper, we would have had a major non-conformity and it would have caused more issues down the line. So what I say to individuals out there is please always make sure that you report any sort of non-conformities, anything that you may see to the quality staff, because in the long run, it's going to impress the auditor that you're actually spotting issues and you're actually doing something about it. But you, we have also to, to say that uh, it depends also on the mindset of people. We have people on the quality or regulatory affairs department that are really rigid means that uh, they see what is written on the regulation and they try to follow a point by point what is there instead of being more creative and still complying with the regulation or with the, with the standards, but in a more creative way. But the idea is also to say that you, for me, the quality department or regulatory affairs department is here to help the others, not to blame them, not to make the police, not to say you are bad and... Um, you should fix that. It's more to say, yes, it's wrong what you are doing, but I will help you to fix that by doing this or by doing that. And here are some options. Let's work together to make it, uh, to make it work. Um, and then the people will not feel um, alone, if I can say, because sometimes I saw some departments that are uh, blaming, if I can say, other departments about, um, about uh, the issues and not trying to help them to solve. They just say, it's wrong what you are doing, solve it and come back with your solution to me. So which is maybe also something that is putting bad reputation on the quality and regulatory affairs departments. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you on that one. Fortunately, it's maybe one or two individuals in the quality and regulatory departments in the past have given us this bad image. But majority of the time, like you said, we're there to help you. We want to make sure we get the best out of the company. And it's not something we can do on our own. It's a collective effort. We need everyone's opinions, regardless of where you may be in that company. If you come in and report a problem to quality, it also makes your life easier. You know, if we can put in a new work construction or you can share ideas with us and if you have a better way of doing something, we can incorporate that for you and it can improve your overall work life. So great. So I think it um, gives really a full picture of, I think, why people are hiding information to the quality and regulatory affairs department. Uh, but yeah, if on the audience there are some people that have other ideas or maybe other suggestions, so please share that with us on the comments. Uh, share uh, that with, uh, with uh, also if you want to send an email just to ask uh, to or anonymously, if I can say, put your opinion, uh, would be also great. Uh, so, yeah, so thank you for that, uh, Karandip. Um, then, for people that are listening to this episode, so if they are really interested, they can also go to the show notes and see uh, elements that uh, they can be maybe downloading there. Uh, and at the end, uh, don't forget also to subscribe. Don't forget to uh, go on the YouTube channel, subscribe, put a like, uh, put also some comments. And uh, if you like what we are doing, so also please provide us some topics. Maybe there is some topics that you want us to cover here. So just send, um, send us the information on the comment to say, oh, can you maybe cover this topic or this topic? And then I will try to put that on the agenda. Okay, so Karandik, thank you for your help and uh, see you on the next episode. See you later, Mania. 
Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it. And also don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much. 